Almost Famous with John Shea. Featuring local and independent musicians from the South Shore, Boston, and New England. On 95.9 WATD. Welcome to the Almost Famous Tiny Stage Hour, 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England. Brought to you each week by Tiny and Sons Class. I'm John Shea. Now, if you're a local band and musician with original music you'd like to hear on the radio, all you have to do is reach out, find all the contact information on the Almost Famous page at 95.9WATD.com. Follow me tonight on Facebook and Instagram at Almost Famous Radio, and you can subscribe to the podcast. Find that by searching Almost Famous WATD on your favorite podcast app or at almostfamousradio.com. So tonight, we're being joined on the tiny stage by Valerie Barreto. Valerie, welcome back. Hey, thanks, John. Good to be here again. Yeah, the last time you were here, the world was a much different place. I know. Like I said earlier, it seems like forever ago and a day at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Just like the last three years, I feel. No masks. There's uh, live music happening once again. Mm-hmm. And uh, you have an album coming out. I do. Yeah, I've been working hard on that. Um, it's a full-length album, 10 original songs, coming out you know, very soon. I have a CD release show scheduled for uh, September 8th at... Soundtrack Studios in Pembroke. So it's coming up. And the album release show is going to be featuring uh, some other uh, local country musicians as well. Yes. My uh, fellow country lady friend Annie Brobst will be opening up the evening. I'm super excited for that. And Annie actually um, sat in studio with me for one of the songs. So that was a lot of fun, and it was really nice of her to do that with me. And I'm super, super excited to have her um, as a part of the evening. So it's going to be a good time. Yeah, and an- another local connection is that both you and Annie share the same producer. We do, I know. Sean McLaughlin, 37 Foot Productions and Rockland. He's fantastic. I can't say enough good things about Sean, and I don't want to gloat because if he's listening, he'll get a big head. But <laughs> <laughs> no, he's awesome, and the life he put behind my music is just absolutely phenomenal and like working with him and also uh cody nelson from ward hayden and the outliers who's an absolutely phenomenal guitar player pedal steel player like he's just i've worked with some phenomenal musicians on this record and i'm i'm truly blessed and i couldn't have done it without sean so working with him has been awesome and it's been a learning experience too for me especially um you know my writing has gotten a lot better you know because he's like these songs need structure, Val. <laughs> so it's helped me as a writer and a lyricist. So, um, yeah, I have nothing but great things to say about Sean and 37 Foot. And I'm glad you mentioned that, too, because tonight is actually sort of a two-part interview. You're, you're here tonight. We're going to be hearing some songs off the album in the way they were written, but then... Once the album is out, maybe at some point in the fall, you're going to come back and we're going to be hearing the actual studio recordings oh, of yeah, the album. Oh, yeah. You're never going to get rid of me, John. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I thought that you know that when we spoke about coming in and you were like, do you want to do before or after? And I was like, well... Both. Yeah. yeah how, about, how about both? It would be a great contrast. I mean, I play the songs a certain way acoustically, obviously, but hearing the finished product is night and day. So it would be a great contrast. And I I, I think it would be fun just to actually hear the songs that I, we work so hard on. So Sounds great. Well, let's hear some of your, your live music tonight. What are we listening to first? Well, 
this first song I have right here, it's, uh, it's called Lifelong Road. It's one of my more folky songs, I feel, in, in the record. Um, but it's kind of midway in, you know, the process of the whole, the whole album, I feel. That, and, you know, at least the theme of the album being heartbreak and moving on and growing and learning. And this is, this is more along the sides of growing and learning and, you know, knowing there's still more to come, but you don't know what that is. But you're looking forward to it and, you know, you've made mistakes in the past, but... You know, you, you you don't forget about those mistakes, but you use those mistakes as a way to, um, you know, guide you along in your lifelong road, I guess you can say. Awesome. Let's hear it. We have Valerie Barreto on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. It's all yours. All right. It's a long road ahead, but I'm, I'm looking up. I've come so far but not far enough who knows where this road may lead I'm just gonna follow my feet gonna follow my heart I'm nowhere near the finish but I I gotta start somewhere the mountains meet the sky
Awesome. Valerie Barreto on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD, playing songs off of her album, which is coming out uh, in uh, about a month. So give us the name again of the album and where it's going to be available. All right. The album is called Hurt and Healing again, and um, or not again, Hurt and Healing. <laughs> and it's going to be available at my CD release show um, the night of September 8th at Soundcheck, after which it will be available on my website, ValerieBrotomusic.com, and I'll also have some with me at my gigs around the area. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be fun. Can't wait. So let's go back to the early years of Valerie Barreto. When did music become a part of your life? Oh, wow. Music has always been a part of my life. I grew up doing theater and recitals all through middle school, high school, even elementary school. I would I would do drama. And then as I got older, I started taking voice lessons when I, I think it was when I turned 13. And then throughout high school and college, I did chorus. I was in bands. And then in college, I studied um, classical vocal performance. So I have a degree in voice. Um, And yeah, I mean, music has always been a part of my life. And as far as, you know, professionally, I, I started gigging after college and then I had a little bit of a hiatus in between then and now, you know, just life, jobs, relationships, <laughs> you get distracted. And then, um, like we talked about last time, COVID hit and it kind of took that distraction away from everybody. And I feel like a lot of people, myself included, were, you know, taken back to their roots of like, hey, like, what makes me happy in this life? And this was where I ended up. And I started writing Again, I started recording, and I started gigging again, and it's just been full speed ahead since then. Do you remember the exact moment of when it became a career instead of a hobby? Yeah, when I stopped working anywhere else but gigging. (laughs) (laughs) It was when I invested into it big time, when I was like, I'm going to do this. I put a lot of my savings into this record and into a lot of promotion and stuff like that. And I didn't want to say to myself, okay, well, this is just for now. It's like, no, well, I'm investing in this. I was like, this is a thing. There's no going back now. So Amazing. Very nice. (laughs) It's been fun. What is your earliest performance memory? Well, besides Thanksgiving, when I was like eight years old, singing Celine Dion to my family (laughs) with my cousin. (laughs) No, but... uh, I think my earliest performance memory would have to be my very first recital, my very first vocal recital at um, the Capuchoni School of Music in Bridgewater. And I was up there singing, what was it, Faith Hill, the Breathe song. I don't know, (laughs) but I think that was my very first song that I sang um, in in an actual recital. So that minus all the theater and... um, performances I did in middle school. I was Dorothy in Wizard of Oz, and I did, I, I was in Grease and Guys and Dolls, and yeah, besides those. So I, I mean, I guess, I guess you would say those, because those are middle school. Yeah. Well, I don't know, actually. Probably around the same time, to be honest. <laughs> I'm not sure, but, but yeah, I, I guess it's not just one specific. It's just a bunch of random, uh, bunch of random ones, but. Love that. Yeah. 
It's crazy to think back that far. Plus, my memory is absolutely terrible. So. <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, fast forward to present day and hear more of your songs. What are we listening to next? Cool. All right. Well, it's a fun one next. This song is called Cheers to Space, and it's pretty much just sarcasm the entire way through. The lyrics are cheers to space, not the kind with the rockets. Cheers to space, the kind the brokenhearted know too well. Which, essentially, the inspiration for this song came from, you know, someone telling me they need space and they still want to be with you, but they just need space. But in turn, they're just lying. (laughs) Um, And, you know, they're out there. I mean, the lyrics say it all, so I won't I won't give too much away, but it's very fast and very upbeat on the record. I might just for my sake um, do it a little bit slower right here when I do it now, but it's a really fun song. And this song also may or may not be a single, so keep an eye out for it. Sounds great. (laughs) We have Valerie Barreto on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. It's all yours. Cheers to love that doesn't go how you planned it 
out there picking up someone else And he calls it space So raise your glass for love that did you wrong And raise your glass to you moving on Yeah, raise your glass for love that did you wrong And raise your glass to you to space the kind of broken heart we know too well Cheers to love that doesn't go how you planned it Cheers to love that leaves you empty handed by yourself And he's out there picking up someone else And he's out there picking up someone else Love that song. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the the words kind of do the do the damage there, I guess. I stopped by Sean's studio one time uh, while you were uh, making the album. That was the song that you two were cutting vocals on when I walked in. So. Oh yeah, <laughs> no. That's like I said. It's much quicker, and there's a lot more to it in the actual song. So it's definitely a fun one. Very cool. Valerie Barreto with the guest tonight on the Tiny Stage here on WATD. We are up against our first break of the night. We have a lot more to chat about, more songs to play as well. Right here on the almost famous Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD. Stick around. And now, back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. Welcome back to the Almost Famous Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England, brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. I'm John Shea, tonight being joined in studio by Valerie Barreto. How you doing? Hey, you go. good, John. Thank you. <laughs> Give yourself another introduction. All right. Hey, everyone. I'm Valerie Barreto. I am a local singer-songwriter. I have an album coming out September 8th. Very excited about that. It's a country album titled Hurt and Healing. I'll be having a show at Soundcheck Studios, like I said, on September 8th. You can check me out beforehand, ValerieBrettoMusic.com, ValerieBrettoMusic on all forms of social media, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, etc. But yeah, anything else? <laughs> no, I think, I think you covered it all. All right. I know sometimes I get going and I don't know where I, where I end up. And the album release show featuring uh, some special guests. Yes, some special guests. Um, my friend Annie Brobst, who is a fellow uh, fellow lady of country, more predominantly in the North Shore. So she's nice enough to come down to us South Shore people and uh, join me for the evening as an opener. So it's going to be a really good time. Great. And is it going to be a solo show or do you have a band that night? I have a band of absolutely phenomenal musicians behind me. And I'm even more honored to call them my friends as well. Um, you know, I sent out a text to... to a lot of my friends being like, hey, so uh, what are you doing on September 8th? And they're like, what do you want? <laughs> no, no. Um, they were more than happy to share the stage with me that night. And I'm I'm so grateful to them. And I can't wait. We had our actually had our first rehearsal yesterday. And it's going to be fun. It's cool to hear all my songs live, not in like a studio 
setting for the band. It's it was genuinely the first time I've heard that and practiced with a live band with my own song. So it was really special to me, and um, I'm excited. Awesome. Let's continue on with your music. What are we listening to next? All right. Next, we have another satirical song, not as harsh as the last one. It's called One Man Rodeo, and it's about the lessons that you've learned and applying those lessons into real life when you meet new people and you see the same habits or tendencies in the new people that initially broke your heart. And so you're coming to realize like, oh, hey, these are the things I don't want. So, you know, like, hey, have fun. So it's pretty much telling them goodbye before they can break your heart because you've seen it all before. And as one of the lyrics says, it's I've seen this dance and sang this song one too many times. And this is definitely my most country song. It, it, it sounds very old school. It has a lot of pedal steel and obviously acoustic right now. It's going to sound a lot different, but... But the studio version is, um, it's a lot of fun, and it, it sounds very old school, honky-tonk, so. Love it. <laughs> Let's hear the acoustic version. Valerie Barreto on the Tiny Stage, WATD, it's all yours. When it comes to my heart, it's been broke before. So forgive me if I come off a little too far I've seen this dance and sang this song one too many times You'll find love someday, but baby it won't be mine So before you break my heart Broken heart 
I'm a broken heart Where you tie your lasso around my broken heart Where you tie your lasso around my broken heart Fantastic. Valerie Barreto on the tiny stage, W-A-T-D. Nice job on that one, too. Thanks. Let's talk songwriting for a bit here. When did you realize you could write? I've always written. Ever since I was little, English was a favorite subject of mine. My mom has essays and everything that she's saved from when I was in you know, elementary school, middle school. And growing up, I always kept a journal. I always kept a diary. And I've always written poetry, and I've always tried to translate my writing into songs, but it, for a while it was really hard for me because I couldn't find my sound, as, as they say, and it goes back to you know me sitting down, having a real good think about life and everything, and being like, you know, what, what do I want my sound to be? And at the time, I was listening to a lot of Miranda Lambert and Marin Morris and the Pistol Annies and just that like storyteller, gritty girl country. And it just dawned on me. I was like, why am I not doing this as well? I love telling stories. I love putting my experiences down on paper and painting a picture with words. And I was like, and that's what they do. You know, I was like, so the second I realized hey, country might be my avenue, then it just kind of like poured out and all the doors kind of opened in front of me and I was able to be like, all right, this is where we're going with this. I remember, I think it's about 12 years at this point, seeing you (laughs) Our friendship? (laughs) Our friendship, yeah. Seeing you and meeting you at the Tinker Sun open mic with Jackson Weatherby yep, way yep. back in the day. I know, my gosh. We, we've all come so far oh, since absolutely. then. <laughs> when did you start playing your original songs in front of people? Oh, God. Because um, I think I may have heard one back then. Back then? Maybe. I don't know. Like I said, my your memory is probably <laughs> better than mine. I have the memory of a goldfish, I swear. But it could have been. Very, very well could have been. However... I have no memory of it, but I mean, just the past like three years, I would say, you know, was was really when I started writing again and I was I was proud of my songs. I stopped getting in my own way with my songs because for the longest time I would write something and be so critical of myself that I never would finish anything. And it it, it was really frustrating. And I finally just said, you know, like, Instead of just taking this and like crumpling it up and forgetting about it forever, it's like, okay, let's take a break with this. I find I write a lot better when I have a theme or, you know, like I'll joke around with my boyfriend and say, hey, let's write a song. Give me a theme. And he'll play something and I'll just be like, all right, and just bust out some lyrics. So it's a lot easier for me in that way. But I, I'd have to say within the last three years, which is crazy to think about because it's it's been a whirlwind. I can imagine. And, and so much has happened. But yeah, and like I said, I don't deny the fact that th- I busted one out way back when, when you, you know, when we were all jamming at Tinker's Sun. <laughs> <laughs> it was some late nights. It was Yeah, it was all some kind of late foggy. nights. I was a lot younger then. <laughs> <laughs> so now that you've found your sound and now that you've been writing for a number of years, what do you think your greatest strength is when writing? I would like to say storytelling. Because that's my main goal. I, I want to t- 
tell a story and I'm a big fan of like fun phrasing, but I always try to tell a story and I think if I can get people involved in it, even if they interpret the story their own way, you know, not the memory I had when I was writing it down, but I think that's something I really find a strength in as well is just, you know, having people be able to relate to it and to see their own version of it, whether or not it's the same as mine. Like I said, that's why country fits so well with me, just because it gives you that outlet to storytell and be kind of nitty gritty. And I feel like my personality comes out in it too. So I feel like that would be a, a good strength of mine in my writing. Completely agree. <laughs> Thanks, John. Well, let's listen to more of your songs. What's next on cool. your set list tonight? Hmm. I don't know. Do you want a Do you want a cute song or a cowgirl song? It's up to you. Hmm. I know, right? <laughs> Uh, let's do the cute song. Okay, cute song. All right, cool. So this is kind of like the tail end of the album. And, um, you know, you've gone through the heartbreak and you've gone through the learning and the growth and the, and the everything. And you're more sure of yourself and you're kind of branching out again. And you kind of find yourself crushing a bit again. And it's working out, which is a, a shock. <laughs> But yeah, this is just a song about a crush, and it's it's really cute. It's actually one of my favorites. This is one of my newer ones, too. But yeah, it's it's really cute, and I enjoy it, and it's fun, and it's upbeat. and So it's called Me and You. Let's hear it. Valerie Barreto on the Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD. It's 3 a.m. on my phone. It's funny how we never when I saw you that night a few months ago It's 2 a.m. and you're next to me In my bed I watch you breathe It's still so strange to think Yeah, I just can't believe That it's me all kissing me or missing right here is where I want to be Wrapped up in you all night long You're like a dream, you're like a song Now here we are, my best friend Wishing these nights will never end Hoping that you'll say to me That you just can't believe That it's me or kissing me or missing Till then, I'll stay lost in your 
fantastic. <laughs> Valerie Barreto, 95.9. Hey, nine. thank you. I can't sing that song without smiling, so... I can hear it when you're singing. Good, okay. Sounds great. The album coming out on September 8th. Let's talk more about that. Okay. Recorded with 37 Foot Productions. What was the studio experience like? My gosh. Um, the studio experience was a lot of laughs, a lot of fun, a lot of learning. You know, I, I would bring in songs and say, here, like, this is what I want, and You'd be like, this is not structured whatsoever. So from <laughs> from the bigger from the very beginning of the process to up to present day, it it's it's totally improved my songwriting and I've learned so much and it's just been a lot of fun, especially um just vocal tracking days were always my favorite days because it would just be me and Sean in the studio and we'd be like cracking jokes and you know through the through the mic and <laughs> he'd be in the other room and we'd be cracking up and be like all right well we need to get this done <laughs> but no I've had so much fun um working with Sean and Cody and all the um all the other amazing musicians that had come in to uh, be a part of my record and it's just it's it was a lot of fun and I can't say anything but good things about Sean he's just he's just a solid guy he really like, is he yeah you know him I mean he's he's just so patient and especially with me because I I don't know what I'm talking about half the time and I always say I was like Sean I need a translator because I don't know what the heck I'm trying to say <laughs> <laughs> and he always like sits there and he's like trying so hard he's like I'm I'll figure it out Valley <laughs> you know but no, he's he's a solid guy through and through, and he's so nice, and he's unbelievable at what he does. So it's been an awesome process. There's 10 songs on the album. How many songs did you approach Sean with at the beginning? Ooh, I... Maybe like 15 or 20. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then how do those get narrowed down? Just based on sitting down and kind of trudging through them and saying this has potential this has you know and and actually there was one song that I wrote specifically for this album that isn't on the album because we just couldn't figure it out but it was the very first song that I wrote saying like I'm gonna write an album about this and so it's it's funny what ends up there and what doesn't you know and it but I think the the album has a really good balance as far as like you know telling a full story and the song that I mentioned before like that definitely will be a single at some point. But yeah, the album start to finish is you can definitely just see or hear should I say like the growth and you know it goes from like being like completely heartbroken to like falling in love again and it's like everything in between. So it's it's definitely it's a it's a solid story and I think it's a, a very well rounded. Ten songs. I can't wait to hear it. And also, if you miss the first part of the night, once the album is out, maybe at some point later on in the fall, we're going to have Val back, maybe Sean too, to uh, actually play tracks off the album and talk about the whole recording process. Yeah, that'd be great. Cannot wait for that. But until then, let's do more of your songs. What is next? Oh. All right. Well, this We have two more left. We have two more, yes. And this is a really fun song. This is actually a song that I did with my friend Annie Bropes to fellow, fellow country girl. It reminds me a lot of like a song that like the Pistol Annies would put out. Like you know the if you are familiar with the song Hell on Heels. Yes. Um it's pretty much like hey I'm hell on heels. This is pretty much like hey I'm going to break your heart. <laughs> I wrote this 
after I broke it off with someone actually and I was like I, I was feeling pretty cold-hearted um, at the time like it wasn't a cold-hearted situation but just me and like the how I felt about it was like oh crap you know so I was like hey let's let's write a song that sounds really conceited (laughs) (laughs) but uh no it's a really fun one and Annie absolutely killed it and we do include like a, a fun you know banter in the actual recording as well so it's a really fun song and I'm so happy it's a part of this album so this is called What Cowgirls Do Best, and it's a song about breaking hearts. <laughs> Let's hear it. Valerie Barreto on the Tiny Stage, 95.9, WATD. It's all yours. Long blonde hair, short cut off jeans, nothing compares in your wild. Never see it coming, it's the looking alright. You're gonna fall hard no matter how hard you try. Cause we're good at looking pretty, we're good at singing songs, we're good at drinking whiskey down all night long. We're good at loving you. Above all the rest Breaking your heart Is what cowgirls do best It's a curse and a blessing Until you it's not It's not what we wanted but it's what we got Just comes natural It's the way we were made No, we're not proud But what can we say? Cause we're good at looking pretty We're good at singing songs We're good at drinking whiskey Cowgirls do this Break hair your heart Is what cowgirls 
Valerie Barreto, 95.9 WHD. Possibly my favorite song of the night so far. Really? From you. Nice job on <laughs> it's that. It's a fun one. It is. <laughs> and you mentioned that uh, Annie Brobst lends vocals to the uh, studio version, and she'll be performing with you on September 8th at Soundcheck Studios as part of the album release show. She will, yeah. Um, the Annie Brobst duo will be opening the evening, and um, you know I might twist her arm and get her out there to do that one, but... You know, nice. It's it's a surprise. <laughs> and uh, I love how you mentioned, you know, the uh, inspired by Miranda Lambert and Pistol Annie's all, you know, really strong women uh, in not just the, the country music field, but just in music in general. Um, and obviously Annie, too. But when I first met you back in 2010, 2011, being a female singer songwriter in, in this community was kind of a rarity. And now it seems to be. You know, more female artists than male artists are are, are dominating the scene. Oh yeah. I've, what was your experience like growing in this community and and seeing more and more female musicians coming to the surface? It's fantastic to see. Not to mention just the talent in general in the South Shore music scene is, you know, like some people don't have as much talent in like their whole bodies as these people do in like their pinky fingers. It's ridiculous the amount of talent on the South Shore. And I'm so honored to call a lot of those people my friends. And, you know, I've had the privilege of working with them. And as far as like seeing all these strong women come up and either get back into the music scene or just grow within the music scene or just like do their thing and travel around and get out there and just and just perform. It's amazing to think. And especially in the country scene, you know, everyone's like, oh, the country scene's a a male-dominated scene, and it's like, no, it's not anymore. I mean, you look at the ladies of country, and I mean, as you said before, like Miranda, listening to Miranda, like she was a huge inspiration of mine, and actually, the, like the guitar I'm playing today is named Miranda after Miranda <laughs> Limbert, um, because she is such a huge inspiration, and like, I love to see people succeed in their craft, and I mean, male or female, like I have... I have friends that are like touring the country and I tell them all the time, I'm like, I am so freaking happy for you. And, and that's the thing about the South Shore scene as well. Like there's no competition. There's no animosity. It's all support. It's support, support, support. And it's just like, it's, it's overwhelming at times because you don't find that everywhere. And, um, and you, you know. can go out to like any night of the week. You can pick any spot, restaurant, venue that has live music. And you'll see the whole place is just packed with other musicians mm -hmm. who might just have that night off supporting their friends, which is amazing. Right. Like, you know, I, I tend to gig at the end of the week, like Thursday through Sunday. So if there's anyone playing Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I try to get there. I was out this, this past Tuesday seeing a couple of friends of mine play. And, you know, whenever I can get out, it, it kind of stinks as far as, you know, musicians seeing musicians because they're always working at the same time. But yeah, I mean, anywhere you look, you can you can see someone. And I love I love the local venues as well, just supporting the local um, social music scene. Like New World Tavern just put up that whole mural of like all local artists. And, you know, it, and that was awesome to see. And a lot of the venues as well, not just the musicians, like they are totally supportive. It's amazing to see. And like, I love this little network we have. And um, like I said, the amount of talent within the network and everybody is willing to help you out and like 
it's just it it's just it's great and I'm really really pumped to be a part of it and as far as like I said like the ladies and the network it's like god damn <laughs> you know like off the top of my head like I'm, I'm sure you and I think of the same people like when we think of like strong women performers and it's like it's like they're killing it and you you see it and it's it's so it's so awesome to see and like no one no one's sitting behind like green colored glasses as I call them going like ugh well you know everybody's like hell yeah like exactly everybody raises each other up and it's 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 awesome Valerie Barreto on the tiny stage 95.9 WATD we have one more song left does that work for you works for me all right we'll do that after the break 95.9 WATD it's almost famous I'm John Shea stick around and now back to almost famous on 95.9 WATD For the final time tonight, welcome back to the almost famous tiny stage, 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England, brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. I'm John Shea, and one final time tonight on the tiny stage, we welcome Valerie Barreto. How you doing? I'm doing good, John. Thanks again for having me. My pleasure. Welcome (laughs) back. Yeah, it's been fun, and it's been been a little while. Yes. And uh, you'll be back somewhat soon, too, once the album is out. We're going to be uh, playing some tracks off of that and having uh, maybe you and Sean here talking about how it's all come together. But before we get to that, share with us again your website and all the socials. All right. Again, um, Valerie Barreto Music, um, ValerieBarrettoMusic.com, and Facebook, Instagram, it's all the same, Valerie Barreto Music. Yeah, I try to keep it simple. Yes, and the (laughs) album release show is September 8th. Talk about that. Yes, uh, my First, uh, my or should I say my debut full-length original album coming out September 8th, uh, Soundcheck Studios in Pembroke. Show starts at 8. I'll have my friend Annie Brobst um, with her Annie Brobst duo opening the evening. And yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I will be fronting a full band, which is actually a first for me with original music. I've never had a full band behind me with my own original music. So it's a big difference, and I'm really excited for um, for the evening. So it's going to be a lot of fun. You can get tickets through Soundcheck, or if you go to my website, you can get tickets. If you go to my Facebook, you can get tickets. It's going to be a good time. So Sounds great. Are there going to be actual physical copies of the album there, or is it uh, strictly a digital release? <laughs> I have been battling with this with this decision but no there are going to be cds um just because i've gotten to two sides of the spectrum i've gotten like oh cds are archaic you know why are you doing cds but then i get people that come up to me like oh when can i buy a cd when can i buy a cd and i've gotten more of that than i have the why are you doing cds so (laughs) i'm doing a you know a few yeah. Limited run. A limited run to see how it goes. And, you know, I might... So I, there'll be collector's items. Exactly. So go to the show and buy a CD. Right? Exclusive to the show only. So if you want a CD, you have to go to the show on September 8th. Will they be signed? <laughs> I mean, they could be. <laughs> It'd be worth a lot of money one yes, day. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Well, we have time for one more song before we wrap things up. Thank you again for making the uh, the trip over to Marshfield. Thank you for the invitation. This has been awesome. My pleasure. Always happy to sit down with you. What are we closing off the night with? This might be my favorite song that I've written. It's a song about the hesitation of falling in love 
again and you think like no this isn't me anymore like I've I've been through this I've learned my lesson I don't want to go through this again you know like but but here I am like ugh you know like can I trust this can I trust you can I you know and it it's it's all about the the fear I guess and the hesitation but also like the letting go and it's called another love song and it, like I said it might be it might be my my favorite song on the record. Very cool. Thank you again. Get home safely. I'll see you on the 8th, if not sooner. <laughs> I'm sure I'll see you <laughs> exactly. before then. Thanks so much, John. Sure I appreciate thing. it. My pleasure. 95.9 WHD. One final time, Valerie Barreto on the tiny stage. been poured on pages Pencil in hand These words are my sins Stupid mistakes Miserable heartbreaks Nothing changes When it comes to love I never Fighting for the upper hand But no one will love you more Than you can But here I go Writing the same old song again Hoping that you're